0: Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Bi-Weekly Asset Allocation Report to February 27, 2023. Any decision by the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee to pause or reverse its current journey toward higher interest rates could trigger a sharp rally in stocks. The question investors wonder about is when? And the answer probably depends on a number of factors, including how the Fed chooses to measure inflation, and the timing and severity of any recession. Confluence Investment Management spends a lot of time studying these issues, and one conclusion the firm has arrived at is that the Fed may be more dovish than the market realizes. So let's explore that. Confluence Staff Economist Thomas Walsh joins us today to explain and discuss possible outcomes for investors. Thomas Explain, why do you see the Fed as leaning more dovish these days?
1: I wouldn't go as far as to say that the Fed has become more dovish as of late, especially after the strong employment and retail sales figures in January. However, I do believe that the newest members being added to the committee are more dovish than the members that they are replacing. For example, in Touch Capital Markets Hawk Scale, we used to rank each new member out of five with one being a complete dove and five being a complete hawk, our analysis shows that the previous group was relatively neutral, whereas this new group is slightly dovish.
0: One advisor seen as dovish, Lyle Brainerd, is leaving her permanent seat on the FOMC. She's joining the Biden administration as a top economic advisor. Now, won't this cause the Fed to shift at least slightly toward the view that decisively higher interest rates are, in fact, necessary to bring down inflation?
1: It might, but it depends on the person that replaces her. Right now, it appears that the frontrunner is Austin Goosby, who is considered to be a dove. Although he currently serves as the head of the Chicago Fed, we don't think his selection will have a major impact on the committee. History suggests that his replacement will likely be either dovish or neutral.
0: Thomas, your research suggests that a Fed with a slightly more dovish makeup won't necessarily result in more dovish votes. Why not?
1: As many of our listeners know, the Fed has two objectives, maintain price stability and maximum employment. With the labor market this tight and inflation this high, it would be hard for members to justify a change in the Fed's current direction.
0: We know the Fed gives hints about future rate decisions when its members give speeches or answer questions from reporters. What do these recent hints suggest?
1: Well, these hints are designed to help investors learn about the FOMC committee's thought process. Recently, Fed officials have become more hawkish after the latest CPI report missed expectation. Although it is too soon to say that the Fed will increase the number of hikes in response to the data, it is safe to assume that the committee is uncomfortable with pausing rates after its March meeting.
0: The Fed has raised its benchmark rate by some 4.5% in less than a year, yet inflation remains high by most measurements. The consumer price index was up 0.5% in January compared to December and was up 6.4% year over year, and the economy seems to be fairly resilient. Why aren't higher interest rates having more of an effect on inflation and the economy?
1: Well... It is important to remember that inflation has decreased significantly since it peaked in July of last year. That said, much of the stubbornness in inflation has come from areas with an extreme reporting lag. For example, although home prices have slowed and in some places fallen in recent months, shelter prices, as measured by CPI, continues to accelerate. Rents, and owners' equivalent rent prices generally lag the home price index by about six to nine months. As a result, much of the deceleration in housing prices should be reflected in the inflation data by April or May of this year. Another issue is that certain sectors, such as food, transportation, and energy, are also affected by other exogenous factors, such as weather and geopolitics. As a result, they are less sensitive to interest rate changes.
0: So do you think the CPI is an accurate barometer of inflation?
1: Well, the CPI index uses a Las Pérez index, which means it does not really take into account any substitution effect as prices rise. This can be good and bad. It is good because it gives you an idea of the change in the prices of goods and services. It is bad because it assumes that consumer baskets are not impacted by price changes. If you are asking me if CPI is the ideal index for tracking the inflation experience of households, I would say no. The PCE index is probably better as it uses a Fisher index, which includes a measure that accounts for any possible substitution of goods and services.
0: What inflation readings does Confluence Investment Management value most? And what are they telling us?
1: As a firm, we try to keep track of all the inflation data tracked by the BLS and BEA. However, the CPI index is likely the one we cite in our meetings simply because we believe it has the biggest impact on markets. Another index we have been tracking lately is PPI, specifically trade services. This figure looks at the margins that wholesalers and retailers are receiving. We suspect that elevated profit margins can partially explain how firms have been able to increase hourly wages above their pre-pandemic rates. We believe that a decline in margins will likely weigh on wage pressures that impact inflation.
0: Thomas, what inflation reading does the Federal Reserve seem to value highly?
1: The Fed's preferred measure is the PCE Index because it best reflects the inflation experience of everyday households.
0: Thomas, I'm certainly not an economist, but I'm thinking some workers are spending a lot less on transportation and clothing these days because they're able to work in their own homes, a COVID-related phenomenon that seems to be pretty well entrenched right now. Because of this, at-home workers have more money to spend on other items, which may show up more readily in the inflation numbers, possibly skewing those numbers. Now, am I way off base here?
1: Well, everything you said makes sense and may be true to a degree. However, the data tells a different story. Transportation prices are elevated, in fact. Excluding shelter, it is one of the primary drivers of service inflation. Labor shortages, high fuel costs, and strong demand for airfare have made traveling more expensive. Although the percentage of workers working remotely is still above pre-pandemic levels, it has dropped considerably over the last two years as many of these opportunities went away after COVID restrictions were lifted.
0: Would the onset of a recession stop the Fed's rate hike policy in its tracks?
1: It will likely be a factor in determining the Fed's next move, as rising unemployment will likely lead to political pushback from lawmakers wanting to stop the Fed from inflicting further damage on the economy. That said, in our view, a pause is more likely than a quick pivot.
0: Does the current low unemployment rate and consumer spending data suggest a recession and a Fed pivot may be far off?
1: I think that is safe to say. Strong consumption in January may have been enough to delay a recession by at least a quarter. However, if Fed chair Jerome Powell is serious about getting inflation back to 2%, a pivot will likely be determined by the direction of inflation rather than the state of the U.S. economy.
0: Thomas, what level of unemployment might the Fed consider to be intolerable?
1: It is difficult to say right now, with the labor market being this tight, historically, the Fed would like to keep the unemployment rate below four and a half percent. So anything above that could lead to a response.
0: The Fed seems to be sticking to its stated goal of annual inflation of two percent, at least publicly. But do you think with a slightly more dovish tilt, the Fed might actually be satisfied with three percent combined with fairly healthy job numbers?
1: I think the Fed will likely stop hiking before inflation reaches 3%. As Jerome Powell hinted in the February meeting, the Fed is looking for sustained progress toward achieving the central bank's 2% mandate before it decides to change tax.
0: Some comments I've seen lately in popular financial publications suggest that instead of a hard landing or a soft landing, the economy might be headed toward no landing, where inflation remains elevated, but the economy is still growing. What do you think?
1: Inflation estimates vary amongst members of the asset allocation team. I have to admit, I'm probably the most optimistic that inflation will fall within 2-3% to over the next couple of years. Thus, I don't have much faith in the no-landing scenario. That said, I think the Fed's history suggests that a hard landing is more likely than not.
0: You've said that the composition or makeup of the current Fed may be leaning more dovish. Is this conclusion enough to alter investment strategy right now?
1: Although the committee may be leaning dovish, the group is still constrained by the economy. As long as inflation is elevated and the labor market remains tight, the Fed will find it difficult to justify a change in its current policy path. Thus, the new committee leaning should not alter your investment strategy for now, but may be important if the economy falls into recession.
0: And as we wrap up, could you reiterate the current confluence prediction on the timing and depth of a recession and a corresponding pause in Federal Reserve interest rate hikes?
1: Yes, we anticipate a garden variety recession and a Fed pause to take place in the second half of the year.
0: Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. Be aware that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Ander.